0: Welcome to GrocerCast, the production of the Wisconsin Grocers Association. I'm Brandon Scholz, president of the WGA, thanking you for joining us today. This program is produced as a member benefit for the WGA's retail, warehouse, and allied members. In addition to the industry program with Chris Randerson, the key accounts manager for large formats in Wisconsin, for Heiser Bush, we'll feature a member profile in the second half of the show with Doug Reinhardt. The second-generation owner and operator of Dick's Fresh Markets in northwestern Wisconsin. GrocerCast is produced by the WGA's marketing coordinator, Brittany Knutza. GrocerCast is sponsored by Bernatello's Pizza.
1: Hi everyone, it's Matz from Bernatello's Foods. I wanted to take a moment and say thanks for your support of our pizza brands and for your partnership over the years with us at Bernatello's. Your commitment to our brands has been a true testament to who you are and to the company you represent. And for that, we're certainly grateful. Now with that being said, we want to make sure that you're aware of a few new additions to our lineup. We're offering a cauliflower crust and sweet potato crust in our Bellatoria line along with a hearty artisan crust in our brew pub line. For more information on our pizzas, go to bernatellos.com.
0: Chris Randerson, Key Account Manager of Large Formats in Wisconsin for Anheuser-Busch. Many thanks for joining us today. Chris, Anheuser-Busch has been a long-time and strong supporter of the WGA, way back to the days of Barry Gray. You may not remember Barry, but when I joined, Barry was the Anheuser-Busch guy. and He was, uh, like you, all over all of the WGA. So just to say, we appreciate your support and Anheuser-Busch's and Heidi Pudziak uh, from AB, who's been a big supporter of the WGA. Uh, We really appreciate all you guys have done for us. So to start us off, Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got the biz and your history with AB.
2: Sure, Brandon, Uh, it's great to be here. And uh, just to answer your question, I do remember Barry Gray and, he was a real mover and a shaker back in the day. And I still see him out once in a while. In fact, I think I see him at WGA events still. So, um, just a brief history. Uh, I've been in the beer, uh, business essentially my whole adult life. Uh, AB was actually the first company I sent a resume to out of college. So I, I kind of knew what I wanted to do, you know, right away. So, um, I I worked for a Miller wholesaler in Little Chute, Wisconsin for five and a half years. And then I moved over to an AB wholesaler for an additional 17 years. Uh, I was hired by AB in September of 2015. And I started out in uh, the category management world uh, with them. And uh, since I have now become the uh, key account manager for uh, the chain grocery in Wisconsin. Uh, and I've been doing that since uh, January 1st, 2020.
0: Chris, Anheuser-Busch has been a longtime supporter of the WGA, including uh, the support for the golf outing and uh, golf outings, uh, the uh, Innovation Expo, uh, the, the uh, Foundation's Day in the Field pheasant hunt, uh, lots of things that AB has been there. And we appreciate your overall support as a WGA allied member at business partner. And we could probably spend a whole day talking about Anheuser Busch and its history, uh, but how about if you could kind of fast forward for us to 2021 and tell us a little bit about where Anheuser Busch is today and what kind of what the global company looks like?
2: Sure, Brandon. Uh, there have been uh, some pretty major changes in growth in regards to AB over the past several years, and it has really become a global effort. Uh, with sales and operations residing around the globe. Uh, The U.S. is still uh, the largest footprint for AB, but there's definitely much to be learned from the business uh, from other uh, countries as well. Uh, AB continues to be heavily involved in philanthropy, uh, as you can see from their support with uh, water donations at natural uh, natural disaster sites, uh, annual contributions to the Folds of Honor, and uh, many charitable contributions made throughout the recent global pandemic. Uh, You know, we love to sell beer, uh, but it's uh, most important to aid our populace in times of need. Uh, Locally, we look forward to continuing our efforts with the Wisconsin grocers, as well as supporting the many great causes that need attention. Uh, Many of our grocers do a fantastic job raising money for their local or preferred charities, and uh, we certainly try to help them where we can.
0: Chris, every supplier and retailer and manufacturer in and out of the grocery business had to make changes to its business model uh, because of COVID. What did you do relative to your operations here in Wisconsin that's kind of evident in your business and the relations that you have with your grocery customers uh, here this year in 2021?
2: Well, you know, Brandon, I, I think the biggest thing we needed to focus on was continuity. Uh, As grocers were deemed essential business during COVID, and it included beer as part of it, we needed to make sure that we were keeping the shelves full of beer as best we could, which was certainly challenging at times. Uh, I think you saw a labor shift from our wholesalers, uh, as the work was now mainly off-premise versus the bars, restaurants, and venues. So you may have seen some faces in the stores that you hadn't seen before uh, to ensure that uh, we were staffed and ready to handle the demand. Uh, Interesting enough, and despite the pandemic, it was a strong year of growth in the beer business, as I'm sure the grocers could uh, attest to. Uh, It it was great to see from our end that beer was something the shopper uh, was not going to give up. And despite tragedy and hardships, people were still taking time out to enjoy their favorite ice cold beer. Uh, We all know Wisconsinites enjoy their beer, uh, but it was really cool to see that when times got really tough, that we were able to be there with everyone and tough it out with them.
0: We're talking with Chris Randerson, key account manager of large formats in Wisconsin for Anheuser Busch. Chris, talk with us a little bit about some of the key programs in 2021 that you have, and how they support uh, your grocer customers as you reach out to them.
2: Well, Brandon, you know, I what I think is vital from our end is to do our best to understand the shopper. Uh, Again, something that's not too far off from our Wisconsin grocers' efforts. Uh, We design an annual promotional calendar for our brands so that grocers can offer the shoppers some great deals on their favorite beers throughout the year. Uh, Now, obviously, the beer category is vastly expanded, and there there are so many SKUs out there, but uh, they don't stay out there if the shopper doesn't purchase them, which, which makes it so important to understand who we're catering to and what they want. Uh, seltzers have been on a tear uh, for three years now and they're still growing, uh, but it's important for us to remember that it's, it's still a small part of the beer category. Uh, people still enjoy their light beers, their craft beers, their non-alcoholic beers, and of course, here in Wisconsin, their Bushlight 30 pack. Um, bottom line, we consider our entire portfolio and its trending performance when evaluating what our programming should look like and how we present it to the Wisconsin grocery shoppers.
0: So as you look forward in, into the rest of the year here in 2021 and beyond, what are some of the emerging trends that you're seeing 21? You talked about how seltzers have been rocking for three years. Uh, what do you hear from your customers, the grocers, um, as you head into the summer? Is it still is it still gonna be seltzer? Are you looking at something new? What's, uh, what's the trend that you're seeing?
2: You know, one of the trends that continues to amaze me is the the new innovation, you know, although innovation, again, similar to seltzer, it's a small part of the big picture, um, in 2020, the the new innovation brands represented 52% of the overall growth of the beer category, which is, it's just amazing to me. Um, and that's what I would ask the grocers to consider. And you know, I know that the coolers aren't getting any larger, and you can't take every new item, but just keep in mind that the category growth comes over half from these new items, and uh, it takes some time to factor in what that means or could mean to your business. Uh, Another trend that we saw in 2020 and continues is the shopper has their favorite brands, you know, the, the ones they've always had the ones that make them feel a little more comfortable, you know, even when things aren't going well, like in 2020. Uh, we definitely saw a resurgence in these types of brands and packages in 2020 and 20, 2021. Uh, and the momentum has continued as, as we, we move hopefully into a better situation here. Um, as important as it is to take a chance on the new items that are coming out, I think it's equally important to recognize which of your brands and packages have the staying power And to make sure that they're in stock on the shelves, you know, whenever the shopper wants or needs them.
0: You know, one of the things that we know about the grocery business here in Wisconsin, and quite frankly, across the United States and and throughout, is that in this industry, from retail to warehouse to suppliers and manufacturers and producers, uh, there is a, a conscious and continuous effort to be supportive to, of charitable projects and to give back to communities. Uh, Chris share with us some of the projects and, and uh, charitable projects that your team has worked on in, uh, in Wisconsin.
2: Sure Brandon. aside uh, aside with helping our customers uh, our, our great grocers in Wisconsin wherever we can with their uh, charitable endeavors you know whether it be golf outings or dinners, things like that. Uh, you know, the one I think I'm most proud of is our affiliation with the folds of honor. Um, you know, the mission of the folds of honor is to provide scholarships to the children and spouses of America's fallen and disabled service members. And you know, we, we can't thank our great American men and women who volunteer for military service enough. Uh, I hope that being able to give back to the families in times of need is is you know, able to provide some healing and, and show our immense gratitude to them. Uh, we're so fortunate to live in such an amazing country, and we all it all we really owe it all to the brave men and women uh, in the armed forces. And I'm proud to say, you know as an as a employee of AB that uh, we step up to the challenge when they need our assistance. And you know, there's, there's always more ways to help, but I, I think it's a great way to say thank you and that we appreciate your service, not only to the soldiers, uh, but their families as well.
0: Chris, many thanks for joining us today.
2: Yeah, ab- absolutely, Brandon. Um, it's great to be uh, great to be part of the uh, Wisconsin Grocers Association and uh, really looking forward to uh, seeing a lot of the grocers out uh, over the next few weeks at, uh, at some of the golf outings that we uh, will be taking part in.
0: Chris Randerson, Key Account Manager of Large Formats in Wisconsin for Anheuser-Busch. Many thanks for joining us today on the WGA's GrocerCast. And again, many thanks to you and Anheuser-Busch for your support of the WGA and for our grocer members across the state. Many thanks again to uh, Bertatello's for their support uh, uh, of GrocerCast and for their support of grocers across the, the state. And we look forward to our WGA members joining us for the next segment with Doug Reinhardt, second-generation owner and operator of six stores in the northwestern part of Wisconsin.
1: Hi, yes, Mots Matt here once again for BrewPub Lots of Matza Pizza, reminding you that with temps going up and the urge to turn your oven on in your house going down, grilling BrewPub Lots of Matza Pizzas becomes a very attractive and delicious option. Hey, fire up your grill, cook your BrewPub Pizza on indirect heat until the cheese is nice and crispy and bubbly, light brown. Then sit back, relax, and enjoy the sheer goodness of a BrewPub Lotsa Mozza Pizza loaded with over half a pound of award-winning Wisconsin mozzarella cheese. BrewPub Lotsa Mozza Pizza is the ingredients for a great time.
0: Welcome back to GrocerCast. And many thanks to Chris Randerson of Anheuser-Busch for joining us on GrocerCast. And thanks to our partner, Bernatello's Pizza, for their support today. Our Grocer guest is Doug Reinhardt, second-generation owner and operator of Dick's Fresh Markets. Located in six stores in northwestern Wisconsin and Doug is based out of Avery. Dix has been a long time member of the WGA and a long time supporter and Doug your dad dick had been a long time member way before I started with the association so Doug thanks for being on today, and we appreciate you joining us uh, to help kick off part two of our show. What we'd like to do in doing that is have you just give us a little look into your background and how you got into the family grocery business.
3: Well, thank you, uh, Brandon, for um, inviting me on this grocery cast today. Um, Background for me started with my father being in the um, grocery industry his whole life, starting at 11 years old, cleaning out a German butcher shop in downtown Milwaukee. I'm sure he shared that with you, Brandon. (laughs) and as I was growing up dad got different jobs cut meat for 30 years then became a meat director and I started working in high school in between sports for actually Bernsteads out of Toma. my dad spent seven years with them and I would work unloading trucks in the morning at 5 a.m and then I did some nights and weekends and stuff like that and then when I got through high school found out I enjoyed it um went up to college in uh, River Falls and uh, played football the first year and worked part-time at the store that is now a Dick's Fresh Market in River Falls. And after football was done and spent more and more hours at the store, dad became a partner with Dale Klitsky in that store back in the early 80s. And they needed a frozen and dairy manager. And I loved the grocery business and wasn't that fond of classroom stuff. So I just asked my father "Would be all right. If I took that full-time position they had and, uh, start learning the business with him. And, uh, he was a little setback cause he didn't have an opportunity to go to college and he wanted his kids to have that opportunity. And I did, and, and found out that I would rather be working with him and learn the business. And, um, So I started working in Dairy Frozen and spent about 15 years growing that business in in River Falls, Wisconsin. And then we had an opportunity to uh, purchase our second store in 1997. Me and dad just (laughs) loved working together and loved growing the business together and really passionate about the grocery grocery business. And the two communities we're in, and I just continued to kind of come to my dad with new opportunities. And um, we just continued to grow in our small communities. And, and uh, the more I dug into it, the more I spent time in it, the more I loved it. And uh, I had an amazing mentor and my father, he was not only a wonderful father, but mentor and best friend and just a great guy and still very supportive today. So I, uh, um, I don't have any Uh, Third generation right now. My boys are both in their own careers, and they both worked in the business. But um, I've got a lot of great superstars working for me, young ones, and and um, I'm still I got I still got another good 10 years left in me to to grow my grow my business. My goal has always been 10 stores. Um, We'll see if that happens or not. But uh, yeah, it's been nothing but a pleasure. I, you know, my dad always said, if you love what you do, you'll never have a job. And I really have never had a job. I have loved this industry, um, and, uh, continue to enjoy it. It's changing. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but, um, yeah, it's been a great ride. My wife has been an amazing support staff and, and she doesn't work in it, but trust me, she's a very, very strong part of me and, uh, the decisions I make and, and the support that I get. So, um, just been a, it's been an amazing ride, and I loved every minute of it. Doug, you you talked about how you grew
0: up the business, and uh, you know your dad is a huge mentor. And for those that know Dick, they just know what an amazing uh, man he is, and, and what a great grocer he's been over the decades. Uh, tell us a little bit about maybe uh, what you gathered from him not only in his philosophy as a grocer and, and his, you know, how he ran a store, how he viewed his customers, but how did that influence you? What did you take from that? And what have you used to kind of grow your own philosophy of your, of your stores?
3: So one of the biggest, and I'm not kidding you, the most important thing to my father and our, and we, we talk about our culture, right? And everybody has a certain kind of culture in their stores. And, and ours was always about, our, his employees meant the world to him. And he always said, if I, have, if I find great people, train them, treat them like family, um, taking care of our customers will all fall into place. And he's exactly right. Our culture has gotta be about embracing our employees and spending time with them, training them rewarding them and uh i'll tell you it 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 comes out every day and, and and them enjoying working for the ownership will will make that uh customer service just set that bar extremely high um he uh um was never afraid of hard work we've always you know the grocery business has always been somewhat physical and and uh but he he never forgot about uh he never forgot about it, the people that help him get the job done and the people coming in the front door to help support those people and make our our stores um, grow in uh, sales and profits and so we can reward them as well at the end of the day but yeah it's been all about the all about the customers and all about it as his employees and they came before he did And there's no question i've seen a lot of times when he did things that he didn't even have two nickels to rub together but he took care of an employee that needed some help or a even a customer uh, or, or a nonprofit in our communities, he was always a giver. He always said, cast your bread upon the waters and it will come back tenfold. And uh, it's, it's, it's proven correct in, in, our, in our stores and in our family business. So he's uh, just talked about it in our director's meeting on Friday had all our leadership in here, purely about culture, purely about our employees and pure, purely about spending time with them and nurturing them and making them great grocers. We got, it starts with us. We get a lot of 15, 16 year olds that come into our stores. Their parents want us to, they because of what Dick has created, especially in the River Falls, but some of the other communities know Dick as well. Um, they know our disciplines. They know that their kids are going to get a great, uh, a, a great education on, Kind of what's right and what's wrong. You take on a job; it's now responsibility, and and uh, you got to execute. And um, it's been a it's been very rewarding for us. We're talking today with
0: Doug Reinhardt, the owner and operator, second generation grocer with now six stores in Northwestern Wisconsin. <laughs> Doug, we are uh, we're 14 months past the start of the pandemic, um, into 2021, and things are changing every week. Uh, I'm just curious is there is there one or two things that you learned out of 2020 that uh, you're using in your stores in 2021 just briefly kind of what what uh, did you pick up that is
3: applicable now well I'll tell you the health and safety of our employees and customers is still a huge huge priority to us I think we've become an amazingly clean and sanitized and we were very very good in a lot of the Wisconsin grocers, uh, independents, all had great standards, but we've all gotten even better and better and better at what we do there as far as priority with the cleaning and sanitizing protocols. We're keeping, that stuff is is there and it's going to stay there forever. Um, and you know, despite the, the crisis times, our customers and community engagement with us through the thick, which was a year ago, and now it's getting a little bit, uh, people are starting to somewhat get back to normal, whatever that is today. Um, But our engagement with them is still a very, very big part of success and remains a big part of our core values. Um, One other thing I made a note on was our supply chain. Um, That's very fragile right now, Brandon, um, and at times still is broken in some categories. But one of the biggest things we've learned is to be able to outsource inventory products that became very critical to us to continue to move on so we didn't depend solely on our wholesaler we were able to make some do some outsourcing to make sure we had product and we did I'll tell you something um, I through the whole thing um, um, we had some amazing um, thank yous that I gave my employees and my superstars throughout the whole year um, whether it be, gift cards and bonuses and just special gifts from me to our frontline superstars Because so i'll tell you something i i had individuals that dug deep and came to the plate that just make me so proud to be part of part of their lives and and uh, it's it's just been a very as, as tough as it was it's probably one of the most rewarding years that have gone through as well
0: Doug, there's all sorts of challenges facing the industry Uh, inflation, which is now picking up and people are concerned about price increases, product shortages and substitutions, which you just talked about in terms of how to deal with that. But there's also workforce availability. And while it's not restricted to the grocery biz, it's affecting all businesses, whether it's in or outside the grocery industry. But it is one of the biggest problems that we hear from grocers across the state. How are you handling that situation in your six stores?
3: So um, I believe um, because we're in our stores and, and, and I still spend time with every one of our people every week, our leadership team, our store department heads, our, our part-timers when they're coming in at four o'clock and stuff like that. So I've been very blessed to have some amazing long-term leadership in my stores at the highest level in my stores and some really long-term part-timers that have been a- amazing um, frontline people through this whole thing. Um, the road ahead is, I, I believe, is going to be full of many changes and challenges. Um, one of the things we talked about at our leadership meeting on Friday, we are focusing extremely on being the best place to work in each of our communities, and and treating each one of our employees, part time to full time, with integrity, respect, dignity, and 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 giving them our time, reinvesting in them. And one of the couple things that is going to happen uh, that I'll tell you, I never thought this would happen um, to Dick's Fresh Market, but we are going to be looking at self checkouts as an option. Um, there is a shortage. And right now we're finding out that our, our, our consumers are looking for that contact less transactions. Basically, we've kind of, we've kind of put a little wedge between us and the consumer based on what just happened this last year. They're still scared. and I hope I hope that becomes limited. I think, I think, I think we're getting, I think we're getting um, on top of this, this, this virus and everything. And I think that uh, um, we're going to get back to some, what what we believe is normal. There's going to be a lot of changes, but it's all about our people and communicating, spending time with them and delivering our message and our people at the store level, executing and making sure our customers have an amazing, amazing experience at Dick's Fresh Market.
0: Doug, that's a, that's a great point because it kind of sets up this next uh, this next question I had, and that is kind of beyond cold. Yeah, we kind of start, hopefully start to push that past us. What, what are your associates hearing from customers in the stores? Are, are your associates hearing a, a shift on, you know, from what they're hearing from their customers? Um, you know, what sort of changes have you seen in terms of maybe or what your associates have seen in terms of what people are shopping for now that we're out of winter and into spring and summer. Kind of, what, are you, what are you hearing at store level from customers?
3: They are ready to celebrate graduations and holidays, and they want to get back to normal. And it, it, it's amazing what our, what our employees are hearing. Um, we have obviously made the choice in our stores that, that um, and I've always been, and you and me have had talks about this. I was, I was choice from the beginning, and we are choice right now. We still have some of our employees wearing them and we still have, uh, I would say probably we're at about 40% of our customers wearing them, so it's under half. Um, and, the, and we have heard nothing but support on, on uh, our change. And I'll tell you something, it is, it's amazing, I don't know about you guys, and I still do, and it's, it's, it's blowing my mind when I look at people with masks on and I know who they are, but is it beautiful? to see people's smiley faces again. Um, you know, our our delis and bakeries, it was a brutal back there to have, you know, have a mask on and try to be in that heat. Um, so weather's warming up, people are taking the masks off and, and especially in our tourist towns, Brandon, cabins, uh, um, um, RV parks, everything is packed. And by the way the sales are, um, it's gonna be a beautiful summer for everybody. One other thing I did want to mention a little bit on the workforce challenges. I, I don't mean to go backwards on it, but we've also focused on, we've kind of rewritten our handbook and we are going to be doing some um, we'll be doing some extra special things. And we're kind of turning things up on, on salary and benefits for a lot of our superstars. So um, I want to reward the ones that were there making me feel so good when we were on the front line this last year. So got some really cool stuff we're doing. I'm really excited about it.
0: Well, Doug, I know that there's lots of cool things that you and your employees that you do for your employees and you do in the store, but talk to us a little bit about some of the things that you do in your communities. I mean, you, you know, the the Dick's Fresh Market has been involved in its communities forever on all sorts of things and you have, you're now up to six, so maybe pick one or two things of some of the charitable community oriented events that you are involved in and support.
3: Well, I know, you know, and this goes back to Dick and, and like I said at the beginning, it's, it's all about giving back and he's been the most unselfish businessman that I've ever met in my entire life. Um, one of the biggest things in our communities is the food pantry. They never, ever, ever, ever are without food, period. And because of this last year, there's been a lot of overwhelming support for them. So we've, 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 they're full. In fact, the food pantries in our communities, all six of our communities are, they've had, they've got overabundance of inventory. Like they, can't they borrow some of our freezer space and cooler space cuz they're getting so much stuff in but we never let them go empty and and our churches and our script programs have always been a, a, a the highest priority with my father so we've always focused on food pantries churches and the schools um backpack programs some of the some of the we've had situations where uh we had a computer for kids program that my dad did 25 years ago cuz they we're struggling in our River Falls school. Um, my dad supported, they were gonna get rid of JV sports in the River Falls area. He sponsored all JV sports in the high school. Um, he just believes that, uh, you know, you gotta reinvest in, the, in your community and the kids are your future. So a lot of things had to do with, with the youth in our communities and, and obviously the people that need to, that are hungry, that need food. Doug, thanks for being with us today. Well, it's been my pleasure, and and uh, as you mentioned at the beginning, Brandon, uh, uh, Wisconsin Grocers um, has been a a, a a huge part of our our retail lives. My father was the uh, Wisconsin Grocer of the Year. I got um, uh, Operations of the Year uh, two years two years ago. Um, very honored. My father, obviously, extremely honored back when he got it, and. And uh, you've got a great organization, you've got wonderful young ladies and young men working for you and helping you um, make this thing so successful, the, the the stuff you do out on the street in Madison and Washington every day or every week for us. Uh, um, it's, 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 you get a big thank you from me and I appreciate everything you guys do and continue to uh, do what you're doing and uh, you'll get the support from Express Markets till and go to the grocery, grocery store in the sky, I guess, right? <laughs> so you guys have been great. Thank you so much for today. Doug, thank you. And,
0: and please share our thanks with uh, with Randy and your team uh, in, in all of your stores. Uh, we really appreciate everything you do uh, for your communities and your customers and your employees of being a, an important part of the grocery industry of Wisconsin. Doug Reinhart is the second generation owner, president of Dick's Fresh Market, and uh, Dick's Fresh Market has been a long-time member of the WGA. Thank you for joining us today, and thanks to our sponsor, Bertatello's, and to you, the WGA members, for joining us today. We look forward to having you be with us again on the next WGA's GrocerCast.